We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner Impossible. Coming up, the latest episode of the KCSN Draft Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Kansas City Chiefs are on the board. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you all so much. The Kansas City Chiefs are sitting on the board at pick 31 in the NFL draft. They did not make any moves to trade up. They are sitting here on the board. Let's figure out what they're going to do. We have just seen (laughs) Nolan Smith fall off the board. That was a great concept for the Chiefs. (laughs) There's still some very good players here available. You've got Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. Yeah. There are some high-quality cornerbacks that we have very, ranked very highly in the KCSN draft guide. A Joey Porter Jr., a Cam Smith, yeah. both available uh, at this juncture. So there's some quality players on the board. And the Kansas City Chiefs, the world champion reigning Kansas City Chiefs, might I add, are on the board. What do you think? What What do you think in here, Matthew? I'm not, not going to sugarcoat it. I think the past hour and a half has been rough as a Chiefs fan. I think the board looked great at pick 20. And now we've gotten to the point where when I work out scenarios, besides the name of Joey Porter Jr., this is about what I considered a realistic worst-case scenario, right? And that's, not, that's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean the players are bad. It just means from pick 20 to pick 30, it went about as poor as it could have for the Chiefs. Sure. You lost all wide receivers. You lost a multiple defensive ends. You lost a couple tight ends at the top. You lost the last offensive tackle. You lost a lot of talent from picks 20 to 30. So we're sitting here looking at a tight end or taking a quarterback, positions that you could argue are less necessary than some of the other ones. So from that aspect, it is a little, it's the last hour and a half has been disappointing. That said, Joey Porter Jr., excellent press man coverage corner. You're not going to ask him to do a lot of zone. You're not going to ask him to do a lot of off coverage, but excellent press man corner with a ton of physicality. Mm-hmm. Then you have Cam Smith, a lot more versatile of a corner. Good athlete, good length, but you just kind of wonder, is he a two-grab? Is he two-hands? He has a tendency to draw a lot of penalties. Yep. And then you have Michael Mayer. Not elite speed, but very smooth in and out of breaks. Good blocker, great receiver, has always been good. I think that's kind of the top guys that you're looking at at this point in time. I think so, too. Joey Porter got a first-round grade from the KC draft guy. That is That was hard because I believe they only, we only had 15, 15 first-round grades in the first KCC draft guide. Was, my, was Michael Mayer, was he a second-round grade or was he a first-round grade? I'm down at the cornerbacks right now. Cam Smith just barely out of the first-round contention. Second-round grade there. These are all guys that 
objectively on film are quality football players that are that are very deserving of being selected in the first round here. So I am on board with any one of those three. Like I can completely understand all of that. Again, like I mentioned earlier, yep. Cam Smith, Joey Porter Jr., they unlock a little bit more of your secondary. They unlock a little bit more of Spax's playbook. It makes sense. Michael Mayer gets you to that 12 personnel. You're basically replacing Blake Bell with a guy that can do a little bit of everything and be on the field a ton, move yep. Travis Kelsey out to X wide receiver. Let's talk about the scenarios that maybe we're not ecstatic with. Let's talk about, let's say they take Keon White. Let's say they have to Juan Jones. Like, uh, try to do, value the edge position, trying to value the right tackle position. Sure. Jalen Hyatt, I'm not as, that's not like a doomsday scenario for me or anything like that. Not great. Not great. Those are kind of the three picks that we've seen a lot of tie. We've seen some of that to that. So I can understand how the Chiefs may go that direction with that. Yeah. But, I mean, then the, I guess the third option is, do you trade out? Yeah, we've talked about the potential of trading out here, especially when I asked you, when you said if Nolan Smith was gone, you would contemplate trading back. So absolutely does a team want to come up for Will Levis to catch that fifth-year option? It's something that gets talked about a lot in the drafts. It doesn't happen as frequently as it gets talked about. But maybe a Rams maybe wants to come up and grab a Will Levis. This seems like a pretty good possibility for that if they do want to trade out here. So I don't know. Yeah, I can. Man, lots of options here. Lots of options here. In your gut, what do you think they do? I think they draft one of these corners that they have as their best player available. Is my gut? Is my gut feel? We're doing a lot of streaming around here, so I'm trying to make sure they don't have dude perfect and Donna Kelsey. No, I so not the draft. So. Some people are watching the TV. So, yeah, I I can, I think at the corner, too, I think that the Chiefs truly are setting themselves up to draft best player available. The best player available, the best player on the board is a corner. Yeah, unequivocally. It is a cornerback. Yeah. So I can definitely see the Chiefs doing. Hey, everyone, thank you for watching right now. Uh, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Leave some comments. Tell us who you want to be a Kansas City Chief. Uh, you know, Wide receiver, still a, a potential option. I know some people have started to throw the idea around of Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt's name got thrown around a lot late in the draft process in some of the recent mock mock, uh, mock drafts. Um, that's a name that's kind of been considered uh, a potential target for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't know. Uh, that it's That's, that's a non-zero chance. worked out Cam Smith. Chiefs definitely worked out. Yeah, they brought him in the top, top 30. So... And wanted to tell me that they really like Cam Smith. They really think that he's going to be able to do what he's doing. Steve Spagnuolo's had gravity corner. Like, yes, it's, 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 it's definitely yeah. fixable. You just want to go how much does that impact his technique for guys? A good, not great athlete. Oh, but I like the versatility. He can play inside, outside, zone, yeah. off coverage. Uh, you know, man coverage. Like he can do it all. So, Matt, I won. You wrote up the cornerbacks. What was Cam Smith's fit in the KCSN? It was a high fit. It was a high fit. It was a high fit, Craig. I, I'm fine. That they're trying to be a little bit more versatile, so I think he made a lot of sense there. I believe his comp was Joe Hayden, if I remember correctly. Yep. Story Porter Jr.'s comp was Xavier Rhodes, a little yep. bit more man coverage specific, press man specific. I, I, don't, I think that was medium fit for him. Yes, Part of it was because of the draft value, which obviously isn't there now, but I also think he's a little bit more scheme specific. So I probably would have even had him as a medium fit, even available near 30. So I'm just setting that up for the explanations there. Like if the Chiefs turned around and went Cam Smith here, that would be why. It, yeah. it would be a scheme fit sort of deal versus, yes, Joey Porter Jr. 
very, very good player. We have around one grade on him, but Cam Smith may fit what Steve Spagnuolo is trying to do a little bit. I think we need to pause for a second and just, just take a breath. Because we're in Kansas City. The draft is happening a mile from us. The world champion Kansas City Chiefs hosted the entire world, the entire NFL draft world, and now they're about to make a pick. We're going to throw a party around here. I can't wait to see the party when the Chiefs make this pick at 31. Uh, I don't know where they're going. I'm anticipating they're making a pick. I think they're I think they're making a pick. They're probably holding on. They're trying to they're trying to let the buzz kind of rile up a little out. bit. They're they're dragging it out because they can't. <laughs> because the world champs can do whatever they want. And uh, they can do whatever they want in this draft with this pick. You, you might make some people angry if you walk out with a Lombardi again, so they should definitely Oh, there's both Lombardis coming out. Yeah, that's right the reason why. Okay. Breaking about. Maybe they do not want to trade back, or maybe they never tried to trade up. Maybe they always wanted to walk off. They just wanted. They just wanted to. They just wanted this moment right here. Hey, Maddie, how many trophies are there? Don't do this. Don't get in trouble. Because there's definitely only a two-time, two-time. Wait, where's the? Oh, I'm someone. Someone. Oh, oh somebody. Fun's about to ring a third one. They're bringing out the more and more out there. This is fun. Is Mahomes gonna make the pitch? No, and you can hear it going on behind us right now. We know they're definitely making this pick. They are not trying. Well, we'll see. They were trade trade. That was a special. That would be amazing. Pants will be off for that. That would be great. That would be the biggest heel move ever. Trade back to just the Rams after doing this. Oh, they were they were never moving off this pick. They wanted to close it out. They wanted to close it out with this whole shindig. You can't, maybe you can't do this at pick twenty three. No, you're right. They want no. They, they everything was designed around. I this. do think they definitely did try. Well, we know they tried to trade. They bring out the they drink. They bring out the they bring out the trophies. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> to close the <laughs> Hey, listen. I listen, we haven't talked about this guy at all. Brian Branch is still on the board. He is. Very good football player. Very good football. Oh, that's another guy. I'm a fan of Brian Branch. Not to be honest, I'm not gonna be mad if uh if Brian Branch is the pick either. Smart a football player gonna play that third safety role. You're not mad at him kicking Mike Edwards down the line a little bit. Like that that makes a ton of sense. You can play in the slot a little bit. You know, yeah. There's really dawned on me the Eagles got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Yeah. And with Jordan Davis. Yeah. They're just you know, Kobe Dean. Remember how so funny it is? They just draft Georgia player. Not a bad strategy. Do you remember how sometimes we always kind of just joke about, like, what if, like, this whole defense got to play in the NFL together? Oh. Well, well, we're finding out. They are. In Philly, the runner-ups this season, the runner-up Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I wonder if 15 left. They are standing up. The cloud is on the phone. The is on the phone. Oh, who's happy? Are they walking? If they're walking out of the building, they're making a pick right now. Andy's following. Oh, now. Made the pick. Yeah, they're making the they pick. Bought, they brought trophies out. <laughs> they brought out podiums to set trophies up. The pick is in. Who's it going to be? I uh, think it's a corner. I think it's a corner. corner. I think it's a cornerback, too. I think it's a corner. We I really hope, I'm hoping for Michael Mayer. I'm hoping for Michael Mayer right now, but I we saw the tight end coach's arms up over his head. Uh, I think it's a corner. Oh. Or is it Brian Branch? 
Oh. Or Michael Me- Do you know some? Um, I going to work to confirm. It's nothing substantiated as of yet. Hey. Interesting. Y'all y'all are being cagey with this. It, well I don't think it's like source yet. Huh. Oh, it sounds like it is people behind it. I think I know who it is then in that case. I think we might have it before and we're about to find out. I'm we're waiting. We're gonna. It's coming. Yes, I have the pick. Do you want to announce it? Uh, is it who we thought it is? Yes, it is. All right, whiskey. All right, Kansas City. Hey, let's throw a party here. <laughs> let's celebrate. Let's celebrate a local kid with the 31st pick in the 2023 Ooh. NFL Draft. The Kansas City Chiefs have selected Felix Anidike Uzama, the edge rusher, out of Kansas City. Two, the Kansas City Chiefs, a local kid gets to be the pick to close out the first round oh, of fun. the NFL draft. The edge rusher Felix Anadike Uzama is the first pick in, in or the first pick in the first round for the Kansas City Chiefs. Initial thoughts, Maddie Lane. What do we think? You know, up and down. Um, I like the player. I like the pass rush potential. I think he played out of position a lot at Kansas State, and that really muddies up his projection because a lot of his rush plan seems very unfinished. On it's not clean. There's a lot of work there. But man, if he does not play the game of football in a way Steve Spagnuolo and the team is going to like, he's going to come in there. He's going to play the run hard. They've reduced him down a lot to play on the interior. He has the potential athleticism to be a pass rusher. I believe I comped him into a medium fit because he was a little bit lighter than what the Chiefs normally would go for, but he fit a lot of the other metrics. And actually, I remember my comp for him, and this one wasn't an athletic comp at all because the athletic comp doesn't match whatsoever. But Melvin Ingram, he plays football like Melvin Ingram in the way he slips blocks and uses his body control to weave in and out around guys. That's another Chiefs fan. You know, Chiefs fans should remember him just a couple years ago. You, this is a Matted guy. It wasn't that was a Matted guy yes. in the KCSN draft guide here. I mean, long arms, just a fearless, tenacious, good motor. Like, I mean, all the hallmarks that we look for in a Steve Spagnuolo defensive end. I mean, it, listen, all those other defensive ends go off the board. I feel like Santa Duke and Uzama is the next tier down from that. I doubt. Yeah. He's just as much right to the top of that tier as anybody else. Yeah, yeah, he probably belongs on like the, the tier of uh, defensive ends that are left. He probably has the most potential out of those uh, guys. Right. I think he's, I believe he's a younger player, uh, but he's only coming out here as a junior. He's so 21, right? He just turned 21 yeah. earlier this year. So I'll wear another 21 year old being drafted by Brett Beach. He's, look, he's a little bit younger. He still, he was played out of position at Kansas State because they play one of those awkward little, you know, 335 type Big 12 defenses. So, like, I think there's a lot of potential there to grow for him. So, like, I 100% understand the pick there. Yeah, I absolutely do as well. That's going to be another versatile piece that Steve Spagnuolo can put on the edge, trust him to defend the run, and has some higher pass rush upside. Like, cool pants to line us Fort what cut has brought the trophy out? Wow. Of course. Of course. Of course. The old part never, of Kansas Never City. moving off this pick. <laughs> never moving off this pick. It's just not. It wasn't happening. We, we just, Clark needed this opportunity here. But yeah, Felix and DK Uzama is local. I don't, I, I, I don't know if you have, I don't know if you've known that, but he's from Kansas City. Was <laughs> You guys want to have something fun? On my flight here this morning, I was sitting next to somebody that was a good is a good friend of Felix Daniel Zomas, and he was going to his like personal draft party for this. So we just talked a little bit about him and how they do each other and stuff. So that was an interesting little bit. Here's the here we get at the boiler at the pizza bell. 
What? You can hear the bar. They're celebrating. They are happy here. This is a... Felix Duque Uzama played at Lee Summit High School. He turned 21 years old. January 24th, 2002. He is a young player. He's barely 21. He will be 21 all the way into most of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, for which he will be participating. Back-to-back seasons, the Kansas City Chiefs have selected edge rushers, continuing to just build solid players on their front. Yeah, I don't think this is a bad move. I think this is a good move. I think this is a, a continually good business to take a high positional value player that makes some sense. You know, you talked about the, the medium fit, but that ability to play the run. Oh, yeah. Is that, it's yeah. there. It's, it's already there, and it's, it's advanced. The same conversation as Nolan Smith, only now we got to the link threshold. Now Correct. it's Steve Spagnuolo yes. likes with 33 and a half inch arms. But here's some more. Sub seven second three code. That's that, good. That is transferable yeah, to pass rush production. Yes. 10 foot, or a tit, one, a 10 for broad jump. Yeah. Translates the pass rush success rate. You want to find pass rushers that are good at the broad jump and are good at the three code. Felix, Andy, like he's Nova. Good info. So yeah. there's why you have a high-end pass rush profile in him, and then you take that and translate it out and say, hmm, he didn't you get used at his best position at Kansas State, and he was still super productive? I I, I get it. It makes a ton of sense. And we talked about I talked about making the CBAT translatable stuff in kind of the mold of Justice Mosqueda's force rushers. That three cone, that explosion, those were big big indicators that he was looking down the road there to try and identify guys that would be highly productive pass rushers. That's why we know that. That's why we see that. He certainly had the production. He's got those traits. Ceiling's high for this guy. That really is. is, I just wish we, I wish, I do wish we had a little bit more tape to see him rushing outside, out wide. Because it's just, it's still a little questionable, right? We don't know what it looks like. The traits should transition, but when we're talking about five snaps a game where he's getting the rush from out wide and with two of those, you know, are dealing with a chipping tight end or a running back, there's such a little sample size to see his true high side rush. Well, and with all that considered, we still put him in the top 30 of the KCSN draft yeah, guide absolutely. range. He's the 27th rated player for us in the KCSN draft guide. And it's, a, I mean, it, you're right. It, 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 I don't want to say, like, it's not that K-State did a disservice to him. They had to win football games. Oh, yeah. But in the best interest of, of Felix Benedike Uzama's opportunities to, to develop for the next level, you would have liked to see him get ru- rushed from outside that tackle a little bit more. But, I mean, I I love it. I love I love it. I think it's a great pick. And see, I want to I want to kind of reframe this. We're talking about you know how he's used and all of that. The man had 11 tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles on on last year when we were looking at all of that. Like. That still matters. So you're you're trying to look at an upside guy. You were trying to look at reduction. You're trying to look at how that translates. Worst case scenario, he can do some of the things that you are expecting out of him, even from that kind of interior alignment a little bit more. Now you move him outside. You give him the jo- same reason that we loved, you know, a guy like Miles Murphy. Oh, look at that. I've seen the draft party right oh, now. All the, the local stuff and Kansas City awesome. going wild. That's, that, is, that is nice. That, that is that, awesome. That, you, want, you want me to blow your mind real quick? You read off the stats. So you know what he did last year? 11 sacks, 
14 and a half tackles for a loss and six forced 12. I believe he was the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. Yes, he was. Well, and he was this year, was he not? No, he was not this year. I don't believe. I believe he beat Tyree Wilson out. We are going to talk about Felix and Ajike Uzama break down the Chiefs' first round pick right after this. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Kansas City, the NFL draft is here. It is draft week in Kansas City, and what a time it is for our city. Just winning a Super Bowl thanks to Andy Reid and company, and now hosting the NFL draft. It's an incredible time to be in Kansas City and to be a Kansas City sports fan. And regardless of who you root for, there's only one selection that every football fan can share, and that's an ice-cold Miller Lite. Look, the players change, the coaches change, the rules change, but Miller Lite is still the perfect beer for draft time, game time, and everything in between. When I want a beer with some flavor, you know I go to the cooler and I reach for a Miller Lite. It's light on calories, not light on taste. It's the perfect beer for watching football, watching soccer, watching any Kansas City sports, and hanging out with the boys. It's my go-to. So kickoff comes around again. Enjoy the beer that tastes like the season, Miller Lite. Great taste, 96 calories. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash KCSN, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. The Kansas City Chiefs stuck at 31. They made a selection. They beefed up their defensive line. They added another edge rusher in Felix Anidike Usama, the local product, the KC kid, gets selected in KC. It's got to be a good feeling. As the as they're celebrating that Super Bowl title, what a special, special moment. Another, another edge rusher into the mix. I mean, I like the edge rusher profile here because this is – so he still fits Steve Spagnuolo what he kind of likes, just the arm length, the physicality, the way he plays the run. 
but he very clearly has more bend, more yes. flexibility, more explosion than some of the other picks. He is a much speedier rusher than a lot of the other Steve Spagnuolo type of uh, defensive ends. So I think he fits in well. He's going to provide some actual speed rush, and that's something the Chiefs really have struggled. They had to use Frank Clark as their speed rush, right? And granted, that's about all he had down the stretch. I think his elbows are blown out, but they had to use him as their speed rusher, and that's not ideal at this point of his career. So Felix can take that role on right away. So like from a fit-wise, he's a Steve Spagnuolo-type guy, but he also has a very specific role as a pass rusher. Absolutely. And I think because of the way he's going to play the run, because of the way he can play the pass, this is a three-down defense. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't have a ton of starting experience, and yet... He still has a lot of polish, a lot more than you would expect from some of these other guys in the draft. I mean, we if you were a kid City Chiefs fan and you're sitting there and you're watching some of the defensive ends go off the board, you're looking at Miles Murphy going off the board. It's, oh, man, wish we had that guy, you know, with good purse, good, you know, bend and things like that with Miles Murphy. Felix Anatukiazama also has a lot of those sorts of traits that he can lean on and become a guy there. You are trusting that a guy like Joe Cullen can develop that player and turn him into a quality three-down guy. But he's got the base level already in-house. He's got the ability to get on the field on early downs Absolutely. and on late downs. in a little bend right there. Absolutely. He he can do a lot of stuff and plays with the kind of tenacity that's going to add to that front. I, it, it's a good pick. Yeah, it's, I, I love it. And there's, I mean, the background's unique. Now, like, obviously, yeah, maybe you would hope to be a little bit more opportunity to develop outside that tackle but like let's not diminish playing reduced into a into a four eye like the value that that can actually present yeah. you know for for him because like i think that that forces him to play the run a little bit differently and, and kind of develop and learn to play the run a little bit more than he has uh and again that's that tends to be a requirement of steve spagnolo so like you know there's a lot of talk about will mcdonald that seemed kind of ridiculous because he would be the third heaviest linebacker, off-ball linebacker on this football team, but Felix Anudike Uzama is kind of the best of both worlds because you're right, he does have a little bit more juice up that arc, but he plays the run well, and like, yeah. this is this guy makes a lot more sense, even if you're going and deviating away slightly. This is a more slight deviation away from some of the C-Spangle preferences. Still a pretty good fit, I mean, obviously, because they took him. Yeah, I mean, we're a five-pound deviation away from him being essentially a perfect fit, right? He weighed in at 255 pounds, so... You know, he goes and eats one good round of barbecue. He's all of a sudden now a, a perfect fit for Steve Spagnuolo. He gets the height, the weight, and the arm length. So he he's a good fit. And then the way they played him as that reduced defensive end playing as a five-tech or a four-eye. It's like he fits all the, all the marks that we're saying here. We've talked about his pass rushing upside. I think he pairs in well with what kind of the, the, the way the Chiefs defense structure is starting to shape up now. They get that speed. They get that explosive edge rusher off the side. You pair with Chris Jones trading havoc in the middle. Carl Offices, Mike Dana's pocket pushing ability. Maybe they still bring back a Dunlap or somebody like they're a Frank Clark or someone well, like that. A, a minute you in the mix too. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you talk about you talk about a minute. Oh, this is what I want to go with. Like oh, you yeah. talk about. Right, Beach talked about Omenahue kicking inside. Yep. Felix and DK is almost not kicking inside to rush. I think not he's rushing. Much. I think he's probably rushing from the edge more. When you're that some of these other guys have like, I think he's the guy that's running the arc next to Chris Jones, Charles Amanda Hugh. That's a that's a George Karloftis. That's a fun little group. That dog will hunt. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the part you know when we were talking about some of these other guys and that went in the first round specifically, Will McDonald. It's like you're not seeing him beat up on offensive tackles that he should beat up on. Guess who did? 
People yeah. Xander Duke Yozama showed up. Like, he absolutely yeah. obliterated bad offensive tackles. He made them look bad. And he played well against good offensive tackles. Well, well. besides Anton. Besides the Anton. <laughs> and the lead mover there. But and, and, and was, playing as a four. And playing well, well, a lot of positions, too. Yeah. And he yeah. won offensive tackles. And yeah. against a weird offense. So, yeah, oh, I don't say that entirely is a negative. Just, yeah, that game I think a lot of people will find their way to seeing. And, you know, you just don't want to pay too much attention to the Anton beating a bob in that particular That game. one right there where he's coming off the edge. That is a true kind of outside rush. Yeah. And ability well, to bend around. And, like, I know Alabama throttled K-State in that bowl game. But later in the game, he forced, I think, back-to-back holds out of Tyler Steen, who a lot of people really like as a, you know, mid-route tackle or guard. He he forced, like, almost immediate, like, yeah, outside or two holds back-to-back in, I believe, the second half. So, there is clearly some outside rush potential there that he hasn't fully unlocked based on where they played. We're going to continue to monitor to see if we can get some quotes from Andy Reid or from Brett Beach about the selection of Felix Andy D.K. Izama. This story is incredible. It is. It, you know, like, there's there's obviously a couple players that are local that he said, oh, man, wouldn't that be cool if a KC kid got drafted in the first round? Uh, Tommy Adebaware was one of those guys. Felix Andy D.K. Izama was the other. So a kid in KC... Is to go to his hometown, the last pick in the draft, three Super Bowl trophies behind the owner while he's making the pick. <laughs> That's just a, I, what a what a flex and what a moment. What a moment for that kid, the newest Kansas City Chief. Now here's the fun part. I don't know that there was any tie to FAU throughout all these mock drafts, throughout everybody making this. Once again, we are not recently, at least. Not recently. They met with him in the combine. They did. They did. I mean, they met with several people. Yeah. We are just now to the point where a guy like FAU ends up coming to the Chiefs, not on a lot of people's radar, but it still makes sense for what the Chiefs do on their defensive line. So Chiefs, once again, do a pretty good job of keeping all that quiet leading up to the draft, making sure that they still get a guy that they like. Similar to years past, some people had the position right for a long time now. For but long, didn't really have the right player. So that, that's been a pretty, that's been a trend that's been sticking pretty true for the Chiefs the past couple of years. See, national media people are finding the position they're in on, but not finding the correct player. And it yep. seems like we went that route again. Yeah, there was a lot of connections at the edge position. Uh, Will McDonald, Will McDonald was getting like Dion Y was getting Miles Burpee. Yep. So there were there were definitely some people that were that were paying attention to the edge position for them. I, I'm very, one thing I'm very curious, probably one of the most things I'm most curious about with this selection is Derek Nottie's wearing number 91 for the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't know, like, where where are we going with this one? Is, is it 51? We're going to have to, we're going to have to wait to no, find out. Mike Dayton's wearing uh, Mike Dayton's wearing 51. There's a lot of number options. I, I, we don't need to go too much farther into that. <laughs> we don't need to go too much farther into it. There's a lot of number I think that's put the him most at question. Put him at linebacker, get a single digit. You, I was going to say, you gave him Melvin Ingram cough. I would not mind seeing him wear the number eight. I'm just saying, nine's open. Eight goes, nine to, eight goes to Ross, right? Hey, just for uh, Ross is number eight. Lost in the roster. You can wear nine. Trim the one off of that. You can wear the nine. Yeah, nine's good. I like that. Listen to the linebacker, go to single digit. It's yeah. a move. Thanks, the point. Thanks to our partners, Miller Light, for their continued support of the KCSN draft content. They've been an absolutely outstanding partner to work with. They've been a huge help. So a big shout out to all of our people at Miller Light uh, for uh, for working with us there. Uh, the Chiefs have taken edge rusher Felix ADK Uzama. What a special moment for that kid. So let's maybe just a quick, quick little thought. Uh, 
grade it. Let's let's kind of grade it here, I guess. I I, I was kind of I was gonna ask like what your feelings are about just the overall pick. Like I like the player a lot. Let's compare it to maybe what was on the board for you, your preferences. We'll start with Craig. Okay. Because Maddie looks like he's thinking too hard. I mean, I I would look at this pick. I I was on board with taking a corner. I think that the best player available in my mind was still at the cornerback position. So I would have been on board with taking a corner there, making his strength a strength. But to Maddie's point, you got seventh round guys that are contributing. You've got guys that you are relying on that are a little bit cheaper asset-wise. So maybe not making that quarterback bit makes some sense. So you move down the line. Next guy on there, you're maybe looking at Michael Mayer. Maybe looking at Brian Branch. Or you're maybe looking at an FAU. All of those, if I'm looking at those positions, edge is clearly, from a positional value standpoint, the most important yes. of all of those. And it's the most expensive of all of those. That's true. Hit. So... From that perspective, yeah, I, I give it a strong, let's call it a B-plus for that because I do feel like additional value is good with there. I like the ceiling of it. It's just, you know, B-plus. Uh, it's, it's it's a little difficult for me to separate the value that the teams were getting between pick 20 and 30, I thought. The board looked really good there for a while, and the Chiefs were unable to capitalize on that, right? So that haunts me a little bit. I had FAU pretty comfortably as a second-round guy. I was torn between early second and late second with him. I ended up on my like horizontal board as an early second, but, I mean, he was barely hanging in there. So I think he went a little earlier than I would have preferred to take him just because I do think there is a few more questions with how he'd be able to translate sure. to the NFL. So if the value's okay, not great, it's just okay. The position matters, but I don't know if the Chiefs for the first time in years are screaming for a need. I think they have two starters and a quality backup with Dana. Now that they couldn't use more for sure. defensive ends, but just that they weren't screening for a need there, and the value was good, not great, and then you cut away some of the better values at corner or that were out earlier in the draft, I'm willing to be minus with it, and I grade harshly. I think a C is a perfectly valued grade. Yes. So this is this is a, this is a little plus value because the position of need and the upside, but I definitely think they could have done a lot better had they moved around a little bit more or even probably gone with one of those corners. Yeah, the move up, you know, maybe... Who knows? Yeah, we don't know how it played out. You don't. We don't. You don't have great visibility on what was actually available to move up and when they would have been willing to move up and all that right. stuff. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid B plus as well. Uh, B B plus. I'm gonna go to a B plus though. And positional value, I think, matters in yep. a big, big way. Uh, and when you're down here at the bottom of the draft, I think there's uh, this is more than a worthy swing at the edge position. So I like the I like the addition of Felix and DK. Is I'm gonna have plenty more time to be breaking this down over the next couple of weeks. I'm sure you'll be getting some breakdowns of KCSN Substack. But Felix and DK, Uzama, pick 31, a KC kid to the KC Chiefs. Ima. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.